Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Shining Scholar Education Podcast where we talk about secondary English and language arts tips, strategies, and resources. We'll also share the ups and downs in the wonderful world of teaching. I'm your host, Charlie, and I'm a teacher creator here with Shining Scholar Education. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello again, my friends, and thank you again for tuning in. Uh, a lot of us will be going back to school this week, and if you haven't started already, you'll be going back soon, I think. I wanted to put some positive energy out there because there's a lot of negativity going around, and I hope you folks are able to start and go back to what you love doing safely along with your kids. I wanted to explore the idea of what a teacher is. What is a teacher? In a way, we're weather makers. We decide what kind of weather we're going to have in the classroom. You can make it a bright, sunny day or a horrible thunderstorm or a tornado or some other natural disaster. The beautiful thing is you can always change the weather. It can start off being a horrible stormy day, but an hour or two later the sun's coming out. We have that power. We have that magic to be able to do something wonderful in the classroom. What is a teacher? Maybe a teacher is a fighter like Rocky, and the opponents are stress, misbehavior, budget cuts, being overworked, and perhaps underpaid. But we keep coming back round after round. We don't give up. We can get pummeled, utterly destroyed, and keep getting back up. Like that saying goes, fall down seven times, stand up eight. All those times you fell down made you stronger for that time you got up. Maybe a teacher is a model for failure. Maybe we show the kids, hey, I'm failing at this right now, but just because I'm failing now doesn't mean I'm not going to get better in the future. And failing and errors is part of getting better. Like the quote says, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. Will Smith has a great quote that says, you got to take a shot. You have to live at the edge of your capabilities. You got to live where you're almost certain you're going to fail. Failure actually helps you recognize the areas where you need to evolve. So fail early, fail often, fail forward. Now I can't say it with the charisma he has, and I'll link it to the show notes. I'm nowhere on his level. But the message is super powerful. Fail often, that's how you know you're growing. There's a fantastic Famous Failures video on YouTube, and I'll make sure to link to it in the show notes, where it says all the things people said about these people and who they were. And we all know who they were. For example, the first one says he wasn't able to speak until he was almost four years old, and his teacher said, quote, he would never amount to much. That was Albert Einstein. Another one that blew my mind in this Famous Failures video was the fact that they were rejected by DECA recording studios and they said, quote, we don't like their sound, they have no future in show business. And who were they talking about? The Beatles. These people turned down the Beatles. Everybody fails on their way to success. And that's what teachers are modeling day in, day out. Share your personal struggles. Not too personal, of course, stay professional but share with them that you're not perfect. How many of these students think that we were born gifted or super smart? We were all in AP classes and everything was handed to us. You had a perfect life, both parents, no struggles, no suffering. No. And oftentimes we're showing, despite all of those things, you can still grow up to be the person you want to be. And I'm not making little of any situations these students are facing at home. No. I'm just saying you're teaching personal courage, perseverance, in getting through the struggles for the end goal. So we go back to what is a teacher? Maybe they're a magician. 
They make things out of nothing. You can walk into an empty classroom, put some kids in there, put a teacher, and voila, just like that, the magic can start to happen. And if the kids are on board and they're motivated, even better. But even if they're not, that's when the magician gets really creative and pulls out things from his or her sleeves that they didn't even know they had. Day in and day out, you're putting in the effort, you're putting in the effort, and then one day, bam, you reach that one student that was so hard to reach, but you finally make that connection. What is a teacher? Maybe a teacher is like a gardener, a caretaker of his plantation or her plantation, watering the seeds every day, nurturing them, giving them care, giving them nourishment, sunlight, everything they need to flourish. And a lot of them do. But some are like Chinese bamboo trees in the sense that you water them and you water them and nothing happens for a very long time. But this trusted gardener does not give up. He or she waters and waters and keeps watering, gives them more sunlight, nourishes them, encourages them. And after five years, it doesn't just sprout. It shoots up 80 feet in six weeks. Many of our students are bamboo trees. And perhaps other gardeners had abandoned their plantation before it was time to harvest. And I love this metaphor. It's such a beautiful metaphor found in nature that fits perfectly into many of our lives. Nurture that bamboo tree, my friends. Maybe a teacher is a model for kindness. Maybe they show it's okay to be angry. But within parameters and how to forgive, and how to forget, and how to rebuild the relationship, not just as strong as it was, but even stronger. The teacher models, you've wronged me, or you've disrespected me, but let's grow from this and keep moving forward. We're still a team. We still have to work together. In some cases, that's the only model for kindness the student has in their life. Maybe a teacher is a model for not holding a grudge from one day to another. We can get upset. We're human. We all have pet peeves and we all have things that really tick us off. But we must practice what we preach. Those social contracts we write up together with our students and we all sign it, we should be the first to sign it and model it at the first opportunity we have. We must live by those values and demonstrate to the kids that it's serious, that it's binding, and that you're part of it as well. Maybe a teacher is a model for saying I'm sorry, even though it means that it's an adult apologizing to a kid. No matter the age, in the words of Dr. Seuss, a person's a person no matter how small. Maybe a teacher is a person that student can count on, at least for that class period. At least they know they have 45 minutes or an hour and a half or two hours, God forbid if you have those block schedules, that they're in your care and that you care and that it's safe. Maybe a teacher is someone who treats the student as an individual, no matter what the other teachers and staff say about him or her. We don't listen to the negativity when they look at your class roster and say, oh, you have so-and-so, ooh, that's going to be rough. No, you take your experiences as your own and leave everyone else's to them. Your path is not their path, and their path isn't yours. They don't have to understand it. They don't have to agree with it. You know your kids. You know what your goal is. Stick to that. Maybe sometimes the teacher is the only positive adult that student sees that day. Who knows what goes on at home? Who knows what goes on in the cafeteria, in the restroom, 
at recess or outside in gym. For some kids, our classroom might be the only sanctuary they have for that day. Imagine, out of 24 hours, you have 45 minutes to where you can really feel at home. And I've heard students tell teachers, I feel more at home in the classroom with you than at my own house. And that says a lot. It's a bittersweet truth that some kids feel like that, but it's true. Maybe a teacher can sometimes be the only positive adult that believes in that student. Maybe the teacher's the only cheerleader that student has. And those little things, hey, good job, or hey, I noticed you did this, and I really appreciate you, and thank you so much for doing that, and, you know, I'm helping you with this, and you're going to get better. You know, we're going to keep working on it. But those words of encouragement might mean more to that student than a $1,000 or the newest cell phone or the newest shoes or kicks like the kids say. Every day you're watering those plants. Maybe a teacher is that catalyst that sparks a lifelong learner. That shows the students, yes, we might have to learn this material, we might have to do this, we might have to do that. But spark that curiosity, that passion, that for when they have their own free time and they're outside of school, they're picking the books they want to read. Or they're learning more about whatever person you discussed in class. Or they find something that really, really piques their interest. And that's where they end up building their career. Or they build two or three careers. It's a beautiful thing. Maybe a teacher is that catalyst. Maybe that teacher is that spark that starts that flame inside that student that lasts forever. And like one single candle can light a thousand others, that student goes on to do that for someone else. And that's a beautiful thing to see that ripple effect that can come from a teacher. I could ramble on forever, my friends. When I get on that soapbox and just start sharing ideas about what teachers are doing and what the potential we have, for sparking change, it's exciting. But I'll shut up for now. But before we leave, two quotes for today. First one is, Education is not the filling of a pot, but the lighting of a fire. By W.B. Yeats. Let's keep that in mind as we start this new school year. The next quote is, A teacher affects eternity. He or she can never tell where his or her influence stops. And that's by Henry B. Adams. Our motto around here is always be learning and always be improving. And teachers, you are all of these things. You are the weather person. You're the fighter. You're the model. You're the magician. You're the gardener. So let's make this school year the best we've ever had. Also, we just launched our first quiz, What Teaching Superpower Do You Have? And it's available on our website. Head on over to shiningscholareducation.com backslash quiz, and you'll be able to find out your superhero strength inside the classroom. And we'll follow up with some related resources that we have in your email to help you capitalize on that superpower. And when you're done, you can share your results with your friends on any social media. It's a fun little quiz. Head on over there. I'll make sure to put the link in the show notes. My friends, thank you so much for tuning in again. At the bottom of the show notes, we'll put a link to sign up to our email lists. That way you can keep up with the new podcast episodes. Also, we'll constantly be giving away tons of freebies, free resources, free digital products, lots of stuff, uh, just in show of appreciation especially because it's the beginning of the school year. So make sure to sign up there. We won't spam you. We promise you are appreciated. This is your host, Charlie, signing off. Make it a great day, teachers.
Thank you again for tuning in. And if you enjoyed the show, please like, subscribe, share, and consider leaving a review. It really does help. We make resources for teachers by teachers. Check us out at shiningscholareducation.com and at our Teachers Pay Teachers store as well. We'd love to hear from you, so email us at shiningscholareducation at gmail.com to share any questions or topics you'd like on the show. Thank you for all you do, teachers, and keep changing the world.